Trouble, 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 trouble. Hello, everybody, and welcome to. I'm sorry, we're getting a note here. Um, this show is no longer the Midweek War. It has been taken over by Ethan Carter the Third. Um. Well, welcome to the show, formerly known as the Midweek War. I'm just king. This is a prop. Um, Antonio Garza, how are you doing this week? Was that improv, or have you been playing that all day? That was improv. I literally just saw that now. Kudos, my friend. Kudos. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I've been at the Groundlings. Uh, you'll see me in Vegas. I'm, I'm at the Ritz-Carlton all week. <laughs> <laughs> I am doing great. Finally, this is Chapter 4 of the Meet Me War. We're here to talk. Uh, my favorite show... <laughs> Mike's hated show, Impact Wrestling. <laughs> I, I again, I stress this. I've been watching Impact for over ten years. It's not that it's not my favorite show. At this point, it's Stockholm Syndrome, but I'm trying to get therapy to get out of it. <laughs> All right, um, Garza, what what is your one word for Impact this week? My one word is heel, because this was a heel-dominated show. Oh, man, was it ever. Um, my one word for this week, it's on my lower third, and that word is NORV! <laughs> uh, the, honestly, I think I even made a joke on Twitter last week that said, if EC3's first opponent is Norfernum, I will lose my goddamn mind. Antonio, guess what I did when I saw who EC3's first opponent was? You lost your goddamn mind. Yes, I did! <laughs> and I apologize, Sorg. I know you don't like the GD, but I couldn't help it. It was Norfernum. I lost my damn mind. All right, so, uh, Antonio, what was your good this week? Okay, my good, uh, I'm a sucker for those shows where... The heel faction, not necessarily authority, but just the heel champion, the heel faction has control of the booking, and they just put their faces through hell. I love that. That's like super easy booking. I like. I like that it doesn't happen every day. So happening this time with uh, with EC3 and just like completely messing with everyone was like a dream come true. So I, I really really enjoyed. Uh, that aspect of, of this whole show. That's my good. What's yours? Um, my good this week is <sighs> Matt Hardy looking like an idiot where Drew Galloway didn't. Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were fighting different types of teams, but yeah, I can see what you're saying. Yeah, but were they really? Drew was fighting three guys and Matt was fighting two. Well, Matt was fighting two former world champs. Okay, Abyss is a former world champ. Yeah, but then you have Manic and, and the other guy. Right, and Manic is a former <laughs> division champ. That's true. To be fair, what exactly has Drew Galloway proven an impact? A lot yeah, less than Matt Hardy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, y you'd see those two matches and you'd <laughs> think that maybe they should be flipped. Like... Drew just lost his entire stable. He should be down and he should not be winning. 
Matt should be the one that's able to get over on the dirty heels because guess what? He's going to be the one feuding with Ethan Carter. He should have won that match to make Ethan Carter upset. Okay, I'm not booking. Ethan Carter is. It's all on him. Uh, my uh, Tony, what, what was your bad this week? Oh, man. Well, let me choose. Because I have several ones. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to give it to Drew Galloway and his promo. Mm. Like, the promo wasn't necessarily bad. But here's what I got from it. <laughs> we just lost a battle against the BBC and we can no longer team. Mm-hmm. However, me, Drew Galloway, I'm still going to feud with you guys. I'll just find some other two geeks to do it with me. And I was like, no, no, you, you lost the war. You, you can't continue the feud. So, to be fair, to be fair to Drew Galloway, last week on Impact, during that match, Josh Matthews, the voice of Impact Wrestling, said, if MVP loses, he can just get more guys to beat up the Rising. Yeah, he said that on commentary. You don't say that. You don't say things that break up your own storylines. You don't do that, man. <laughs> like that's something for an asshole like me who's live tweeting your show to say. In fact, I was getting ready to write that tweet, and then Josh said it for me. You should not be doing things like that. Yeah, but that, that's what I got from the from that promo. I don't know if it's going to happen, but that's what I got. Uh, yeah, and, and you know who those other two people are going to be, right? Actually, don't. I haven't read spoilers. I haven't read spoilers things. either, but there's only two people that make sense. The Wolves. Yeah. Because well, Wolves hunt in packs, Garza. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just going to call themselves like the pack and Drew Galloway is going to be the leader of the pack <laughs> it's sad that it can't be the wolf pack yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yes oh god and they can bring in Kevin Nash they'll just call it the wolf band yeah the wolf band <laughs> oh my kingdom for the wolf band <laughs> Um, all right, my, my bad this week is, and I don't have factual evidence to back this up. It seems like they only had two headsets. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, was, was that just me? Like, because uh, for, for those of you who didn't watch Impact, and why would you at this point? Uh, Ethan Carter sat down with Josh Matthews and with... Pope Daddy, Pope Daddy, uh, for commentary, which normally I'd be all open for EC3 at the commentary table. He's a very good speaker. He has a defined character, and he might be able to help Josh and Pope. However, what we got was very stilted commentary with um, no one talking over each other, which was nice, but then again, no one talking to each other either. (laughs) Like... It, all right, so it seemed like they only had two headsets, right? Yeah, uh, that was actually. I was wondering, was this the same tapings as uh, the show they did where the lights went off? No, right? Uh, no, no, that was that. That was that. Um, that was way after this. Okay, so 
because I, I it did go through my mind like maybe they did fuck up the audio. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also assuming that this commentary is not live. Well, so, they were they were because, the table because at at uh, Slammiversary, Mike Tanay, Pope, and Josh were all on commentary. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is, and I have no evidence. Like I said, I have no evidence to back this up. They brought Ethan, Josh, and Pope in the commentary room in Nashville, but then realized, oh shit, we only have two headsets because we've never had a third guy in here. <laughs> and we just realized that, wait, we had Ethan sit in on commentary during these tapings. Yeah. How is this going to work? That, that's a total possibility too. Yeah. It, it was super duper awkward and weird. Yeah. I mean, it was at least they they made it work, but yeah, it was like weird. They, they kind of made it work, like like they kept saying that the Pope was. Oh, I'm gonna sit this one out, Daddy. I'm like, yeah. really? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you've been talking shit about EC3 this entire time. Why would you not talk shit now? <laughs> it's not like you're, you know, Byron Saxon and or Alex Riley, and you're gonna get your ass kicked. You're the Pope. Like you, you've wrestled some of the guys CC3 has wrestled. Yeah, um, you probably wrestled EC3 at some point. Um, no, I think Pope was gone by the time EC3 showed up. Okay. Um, no, I mean in uh. In oh, you mean like in, a, in anywhere else? Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm sure they've wrestled at some point. Yeah. Um, so what will be your change for this week? Uh, my change, I, I, I didn't see the point in breaking up the EC3 gauntlet in three parts, especially the final match that was going to be like a dirty finish. So, I would just move the whole match to the end and like, that's it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, it actually seemed weird that uh, they had to go back and then he had to come out again. Like, eh. Yeah, like <sighs> uh, I mean, the point, the point EC3 was trying to make was that he was going to wrestle three matches in a row. Yeah. Why not have him do that and then pretend to be super winded after beating someone like Dewey Barnes and like have him, have him sit in the middle of the ring, have him steal the Kurt Angle taunt from the Olympics? Like, oh, yeah. Like that one. And like when he's on his knees, like throwing his hands in the air, all of a sudden you hear Angle's music. And then Ethan's like, wait, what now? Yeah, like, that's not part of the plan. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to. Somewhere in the middle, having a Lashley versus um, uh, Tyrus match. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, my change would be: Can we just fire Mister Anderson? <laughs> that that's my change. Can can we just can he go to Global Force? Because <laughs> Global Force well, is taking you- all the people I like in TNA. And it's leaving all the guys I don't. You do realize if he goes to Global Force, he's just going to come back in one month. I don't (laughs) care. I don't care. I remember there was a time when Mr. Anderson was not on Impact for like a month and a half, and I got to say, I I enjoyed the show more. (laughs) I I do agree that at this point, Anderson doesn't really serve a purpose, except I really, really like the song. Oh, God. You know what? I, like Tony, I will send you the dollar twenty nine so you can go on Impact's <laughs> website and buy Anderson's song. If that's the only redeeming factor of his character, 
we, then he can go away. He, <laughs> he can just go. Yeah, so I, I, I can agree with anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't see... And plus, you had Lashley, you had Anderson go up to EC3 and ask for a title match. Excuse me, why would he wrestle you guys for the title? He's beaten you. Yeah. He's I mean, beaten you. Like, there are, like, I could see Bram going up. And actually, Matt Hardy, as much as I don't like that, that makes sense because mm-hmm. Matt Hardy's never wrestled EC3. EC3 should only be giving challenges to people he has not wrestled. Yeah. Well, I do believe that Lashley's number two in the top five ranking thing. I, shit. You know what? Here's what I think of the top five rankings nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing because what has Lashley done to be top top two? He lost to EC three and Tyrus at Slammiversary. He should be out of the top five. Like yeah, if true. anything, James Storm should be number one because he beat Magnus. James Storm should be number one because he beat Magnus and the audio equipment at the same time. Or, you know, Jeff Jarrett should be on there because he He's had... A uh, uh, oh, all right, can we, can we talk about this in-depth interview? Which yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, they split part two into two parts. Yeah, I, I wasn't Doesn't sure. Doesn't that make so... the second part part three? Yeah, that's, that's, I'm going to take that as part three. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he just said that he's going to use the... TNA King of the Mountain title in Global Force? Yep. Like, that was a joke we were all making on the internet. Yeah. Not that only Global Force, like, it should I, be a real thing. I kind of took it like he's just going to take it everywhere. So. <laughs> it's just, like, who's going to want to fight Jeff Jarrett for a fake title? I just hope that at some point he puts like a huge GFW sticker over the TNA logo. <laughs> <laughs> because. People will notice that there's the three letters TNA there. <laughs> oh my god, if he puts a giant GFW sticker over it, that would be the best title in the war. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, and he, he's like, they're so vague and cryptic because they don't know what they're going to do yet. Yeah. I, my, I'm fully convinced that they're like super short and they don't really like, they talk about something, but they don't go into definite. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why didn't they just do like a five-minute interview, YouTube it, and or like put it on TV. It's okay. Five minutes. I can take it. Yeah. yeah. But- or or here, here's what you do. Here's how I like, if I was in charge of TNA and no, I'm not the person Dixie Carter teased for next week. I know who that is. And, <laughs> oh, it's not going to be fun. Anyway, if I was booking the GFW TNA thing, you get four guys who are GFW. You get PJ Black, Scott Steiner, um, Shelton. Who? Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin, yes. Excellent. And um, oh, let's say, oh, I don't know. I can, all right, you know what? Three's, three's good enough. <laughs> At Slammiversary, you have a GFW invasion in that match and give Jarrett the win. Like, you have those guys come in and take out Rude, take out Drew. Like, and hell, you know what? Have Drew be the mole. 
Have Drew be the mole inside TNA because he has been fighting for everything TNA has been. He's been fighting against everything TNA has been doing. The best person to lead a a a rising, a rising, a rising! <laughs> yes. And and Jeff Jarrett can spray tag hashtag stand up on his guitars. It'll be great. And Drew looks good in green. I'm assuming <laughs> that would have been perfect. Like, and then. You actually have something interesting where people expecting Jeff Jarrett to win and be cheered, but now he's this dick that suckered TNA in and then brought in his own guys to attack his former friends like Bobby Roode and Eric Young. Like, and then you have to have uneasy alliances with Roode and Young against the GFW invaders. Things like that, and then no, you just announced later that Eric Young and Bobby Roode are both going to be at GFW. But but uh, Eric Young has been talking trash with Jeff. Eric Young has been talking trash with everyone who has an opinion. No, no, I mean, yeah, he told all of us to fuck off. Real real life, <laughs> Eric Young. Yes, but I think he's trying to play like he's he's like TNA guy going into. But uh, like going back to that, I think he's. I think that's the like the game they're doing with uh, Jeff, like just trying to sucker in TNA, and I think that's why they're. I think they're just gonna go all the way to Bound for Glory. He gets inducted to a Hall of Fame, like bitches, Nami, Hall Hall of Fame, oh. and you cannot take it away. Enter the champion and our hero, EC3, the killer of Hall of Famers, defending <laughs> TNA. <laughs> See again. We're way too creative for for TNA's booking. Yeah, I know. I guarantee EC3 will not have that belt by Bound for Glory. There's I'm, no I'm, way. I'm sad to say it, but I agree. The only way EC3 has that belt up until Bound for Glory is if Rockstar Spud is taking it off him. That's the only way. I'd be okay with that. Or Kurt Angle is healed from his surgery and, ta- and just takes it off EC3 again. Um. So anyway, was there anything else on Impact that we need to discuss besides the awesome Norv, Furnham, and Sharkboy matches? Uh, what else happened? There was a terrible knockouts match. Yep, there sure was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what it By the way, Velvet is now calling that move the number one stunner. Um, it's not the number one stunner in the knockouts division. <laughs> Yeah. It's still a bit more of an improvement from Cena's stunner. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, but Cena does a springboard. Cena's stunner should look a little bit more complicated. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Uh, What else happened? Nothing really. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I I think we covered pretty much it. Oh, Dixie Carter at the end. Oh, oh, yeah. She came back. Aunt D is back. Aunt D is back, and oh man, she she has not seen a, a a camera in some time. Yeah. <laughs> um, she, since you already announced that there's gonna be this new uh, authority uh, character, uh-huh. do you think she's staying as a non like an on TV character, or is she doing like a basement man? And she's just coming in for to mess with thing. That I do not know. I don't think she's staying around. Uh, just. Given what her character was saying, I don't. I, that seems like to me that she's not sticking around. 
Um, all right, but since I already know who it is, I accidentally spoiled myself on this. Garza, who do you think it is? I'm not going to tell if you're, if you're right or wrong. I'm just going to say, if you're wrong, I'm going to say if your idea is better or worse than who they got. Uh... <laughs> so, realistically, I'm going to go with Jared. Okay. Uh, non-realistically, I'm going to go with Don West. <laughs> oh, my God. Both those ideas are so much better. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> both, both of those ideas are so much better than what we're ultimately going to get. Um, I, was, I was hoping Jeff Jared was my really low standard one. <laughs> both of those. Both of, all right, I'll, I'll say this. Both of those ideas are more interesting. Okay, How about just, that? Just hit, hit me on this. Is he currently in TNA or is he a, a new signing? Um, kinda. <laughs> okay. Kinda. Kind. Trust me. You'll see next. Yeah, it's next week. I'll, I'll wait. Yeah. Oh man, I, I don't even know who I would have wanted it to be. I mean, you know what? Honestly, you know who I would have put down. Just because it'd be great. Jeremy Borash. Oh, yeah. Jeremy Borash. A guy who's been with the company for since its inception. A guy who has heat with EC3, number one. Yeah. A guy who is fairly competent on the microphone. I like JB. He has a good gimmick. The fans like him. And, you know, I, I think JB would be a really cool idea. It's, yeah, not, just- Jer- it's not Jeremy Borash. <laughs> It's not. It's it's way worse than that. Yeah. No. I, oh. Yeah. It's Mike Tanay. I would oh, be Mike okay Tanae. with Mike Tanay too. <laughs> okay. I'd be okay with Mike Tanay. Um. Uh, no. Yeah. I agree with Borash. Like, like not only a GM, like he should be with with uh fucking Josh at the table. Borash should. <laughs> no. No. Borash. No. You can't put Borash and Josh at the table for two hours though, without someone to bounce off. They sound way too similar. Yeah, I guess that's true. They sound way <laughs> except Josh sounds way more bitter about everything. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it for Impact Wrestling this week. As I said, you guys will get to see who the new authority figure is next week. Oh boy, is it fun! Um, so uh, Garza, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me at DW Revolution for the Twitters, and you can find me at DWrestlingRevolution dot com. Um, Come and join us. Where can we find you, Matt Mike? Uh, I am at Mad Mike four eight eight three on the Twitters. I live tweet all four of these shows in the Midweek War every Wednesday night. You can look at my jokes by following the hashtag MM for Mad Mike. And um, yeah, and if you want more of this, go to WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Look up Sorgatron Media. Look up IWC. Look up everything related to the name Sorg. Just go on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio sometimes. Go everywhere on the internet. We are there to give you entertainment because we love you. Biblically. Anyway, uh, that's, <laughs> that's it for the midweek four. You can tell this is the end of our fourth show. Yeah, yeah. I'm Mad Mike. That wait, is wait, wait. Tony What? I think it's uh, proper since this is the last show to do some, some plugins. Go, oh. uh, go listen to Panel Riot. Go become a Patreon for the yeah. WMS show. Uh, hey, you can also become a Patreon for Panel Riot. Yeah. 
It's true. I mean, DJ Lunchbox, uh, he, he, he brings the funny. He brings the funny, you guys. He, he makes comic. He can make comic books and movies fun. Wait, wait, wait. He brings comic. <laughs> he makes comic books come alive. Imagination. Yes. Also, if you're in the Pittsburgh area and you want a good slice of pizza, go to Slice on Broadway because I've had it and they are fantastic. All right. So for that, that's Antonio Garza. Yes. I'm Mad Mike. This has been the Mid Week War.